Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. One of the biggest things I can say is figure out what makes you happy. And I know that that may be tough. And some of those decisions, like if it happens to be moving across the country, figure out how you can do it or figure out what things you can do until you can make those big changes. Well, welcome back to the Homework Show. I'm Charlotte Turner Bryant. I am all things people. As always by my co-host, Joy Andrews, all things people parts, body parts, <laughs> acupuncture, <laughs> feng shui, and, and uh, astrology. Yes. And uh, I feel like we do put the parts together, don't we, Charlene? <laughs> we do. I'm the all things people part at work, right? And you're all the part. Yeah, we, we, fit, we fit all the parts together. And we've been doing our podcast now for what, Joy, over a year? Almost two years now? Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't yeah, that's, either. That's about right. I can't either. And that male Producer Mike. is uh-huh. Producer Mike is joining us today on the show. Yeah, yeah. Back again, uh, this time with, uh, I'm not by myself, I'm with my wife. Lucy, who was on the show before when we were talking about our birth charts. So I Welcome wanted to have Lucy. Thanks for having me back. Yes, definitely have to have you back because you got a, it was the birth chart show where Joy was reading Mike's birth chart and and yours as well, I think, Lucy. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I, I missed that show. I missed being in the studio, but I did go back and look at that show. And so I, I am excited about today, Joy, because this is part two of that of that podcast, right? It's the, hey, this is what came up in the birth chart reading. Uh, but now it's like, where are you now? Hey, Right, yeah, because that, that birth chart session, Lucy was sort of an astrology pro. Mike was a little bit uh, in, the, in the wake of living with somebody who's a little bit woo. And so... <laughs> That was the first time that we had put chart on top of chart and compared them together and been like, woof, you guys on paper are a really good pair, even when the world feels like it's questioning that or up against you and you guys are on a mission together. And and, um, there's a lot of ways you can complement each other. And there's a lot of ways you are really different. Like Lucy is a sponge of energy and Mike is like, I could use some more energy. Anybody around for some more energy? <laughs> Anybody up for talking? And Lucy's like, please don't make yeah. me talk. <laughs> yeah. And so now, now we sort of like brought that information to light. And now you've been on this adventure of living in California for a while. And so I think it's interesting to say, how do you deal with that? How do you live in the same space together? How do you navigate getting jobs Together, how do you navigate driving around that beltway together? It's not a beltway, not. Joy. You know what's called here. It's called freeway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, East Coast, West Coast battle. I love it. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I mean, so how I, are you? Yeah, like I mean, I'll let her go first, but I I wanted to apply this to the the astrology chart really helped us understand where we're what's going to make us work here in this new environment. And so I I think that was very important to us because we were starting in a new environment, in a new place, things that were unfamiliar. And you kind of have to lean on each other a little bit more in those situations. So if you can avoid those pitfalls and the things that you know that the other person is not big on, then uh, it it makes for a better transition. So uh, I, I wanted to explain that out. But yeah, like... How, people know who how I am for the most part because we talk about this on the show on a regular basis. But how how are you, and, Lucy? And, and listen, this is great. Get your spouse because you know there are a lot of people who've been in transition, right, Joy? So get your spouse because we're going to get an inside view <laughs> from a spouse perspective, <laughs> from one from Lucy from an individual perspective, and then two from a spouse perspective because I think you you have to think about yeah. transition and change in those two different, those two different buckets. Right. I agree. Um, From an individual perspective, I'm doing really well. It's been a really interesting, um, sometimes very hard transition to California. I think that it's been worth it. And I am definitely where I'm supposed to be. My body feels that way all the time. Like this is, this is where my soul is supposed to be. So it's been an interesting year and I'm finally in a really good place. Um, I've switched jobs twice. And so it's taken some time um, individually to figure that out. And I'm I went through some things. I experienced some things that I didn't think I was going to with my transition. And actually, Charlene, one of the things you had said to us before we left Maryland is that your sister-in-law I talked about you're going to be in transition for a long time and that is something that has stuck with me just that very simple saying you just said it and I think you said it one time to us and I have not forgotten it because that's been super helpful during all of this is to remember that you're going to be in transition for a while. So do not expect that you're going to be okay today or that everything is going to be the way that it's supposed to or the way that it was or the way that um, sometimes my problem is is the way that my brain thought it was going to be. So that's been an that's been super helpful for navigating this. Is going, it's okay. You're still in transition. You're still figuring this out, and you're going to be in transition for a long time. So individually, I'm. I said that to you. You said that to me. Wow. I didn't even take my wow. own medicine. Yeah. <laughs> you should say that back to me. You and then I think that one of the last times we were at the house. In Maryland, you right before Mike and I left, you said that to us, and I hear your voice all the time, and I'm like, okay, oh. you're still in transition. It's okay because it'll be a while. And I think the other and thing, and I'm going to hear your voice back into me. Yeah, I need to hear that too. It's been really. Tough. Joy's it's been telling really me that tough. as well. Yeah, and I think the other thing too is my sister had warned me before I came out. I guess she was having a conversation with her therapist, and they were talking about. She was like, you know, you probably need to make sure that. You should give advice to Lucy about that she should find someone to talk to or um, to just someone to speak to help navigate these changes. And I immediately, when she said it to me, I was like, I'm fine. This is literally what I want to do and I've wanted to do for 10 plus years. Like, I'm great. (laughs) This is where I want to be. And it was very difficult. And I had some moments that I didn't expect to have, even though this is where I want to be, because transition is really hard. And so I heard your voice and I heard her voice and I was like, oh, OK, some of this is to be expected. So 
a year into this, I'm in a really good spot and I'm doing really well, but it's been an up and down. It's been up and down and it's been an interesting adventure. And then I think from a, a spouse perspective, I think that Mike and I are doing really well. I think we've had some moments too, because moving and changing your lives and all of that is can be really difficult and does cause friction. But I think that him and I have come a long way and kind of like with the birth charts, what you were, what you were talking about is kind of giving us that roadmap and that guide so that we could start fresh here, leave all that baggage at home, all of the the crap and the, the ugliness and the sometimes the arguing or the frustration or the try to leave it at home and figure out how to navigate this world and this new place that we're in. And that's been really, really helpful. So I think that from a spouse perspective, I think that we're doing really well, but that's also been an interesting journey as well. So, yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, especially with the spousal thing, we're moving to an unfamiliar place. So there's not much to, to lean on that is familiar. That's going to ground you. And so uh, the person that you end up leaning on is the person that you moved with, because that's the only other person that understands what you're really going through at that moment. Right. And uh, and because we've done it, we did it together. We moved across the country together. We drove across the country like all the experiences are tied up. But how we deal with those experiences are very different. How we've navigated those experiences have been very different. And um, the way we process things are very, very different as well. And so navigating those uh, those processes of how we deal with things and then, you know, you you have someone who is and I hope this is OK with saying neurodivergent who we're starting to figure out is actually very neurodivergent, very different than how my brain works. And so we also have to start navigating those. And I think we're starting to figure that out because we're kind of on this island now. We don't have other distractions like we did back at home. We didn't have family. We didn't have, you know, these jobs that required so much of our attention. And so I think we're starting to figure out who we are, each other as individuals, as we are, we're pushing those boundaries, which I'm always trying to do is push those boundaries. But I think for her, pushing those, pushing those boundaries is a lot harder than it is for me. And so I think- Well, that's a huge realization. I mean, you just dropped the- neuro word, which is a huge realization. If you are walking into that for the first time in your life and you're untangling from, I don't know if that was the first time in your life that you're discovering this, but, and you're untangling from the comforts of your previous life comforts, meaning, you know, the, the sea you were swimming in, it's like, you knew how to talk to people. Your family had a script. It's like you had a certain way of doing life. And that Mm -hmm. is sort of the, the ocean that you're swimming in, you know, and now if you're in a different ocean, your body works different. You don't know what the script is. And so that can be really, um, a whole extra layer. If you also have something that you're discovering about yourself, like neurodivergence, that is just, yeah. Yeah. It was a huge deal. And I think one of the things that was helpful was the pandemic. Um, us spending time together like we did just the two of us, not a lot of family, everybody was in their own homes. Mike and I spent a lot of time together and got to work through some things in our marriage, but also work through things on ourselves. And Mike has been an integral part to my healing and my 
um, kind of weeding through what I've been through and figuring out who I want to be and why my brain works the way it does and why my anger works the way it does. He's been an integral part to that. And so I did some of that work before we came out here and I'm really glad that I did. Um, and again, the pandemic gave us a chance to just be with each other and do that and work on our marriage. And then past, for me, it was a journey of, I need to get my temper and my anger under control. And then once I do that, then I can start figuring out what's next, right? Is there something going on chemically with me that I can't control? Is there, because there's family history, there's all kinds of things there. And it led me to this journey. And I'm also, for those who don't know, I'm a special education teacher. So I'm surrounded by neurodivergent minds all the time. And I kind of went, wait a minute. I think there's something different here, right? Because initially I thought that I had something that was more geared towards anger and maybe something more like being bipolar or something like that. And what I'm learning is I think it's less that and it's more that my brain works differently. And But that causes anger and that causes a lot of the similar symptoms or similar presenting symptoms. So I've been on this journey for the last couple of years to figure some of this out and then moving to California and still trying to figure it out, still trying to talk to people, figuring out what's next, but also doing that at the same time as this huge transition was big. But I know for me that, like you said, you're swimming in that same sea. That was my comfort. That's been my comfort my entire life. I'm, I'm the baby in my family. I have two um, I have two older sisters and a mom and that's it's been us for a really long time and that's my comfort. But I also know that Sometimes that comfort is not always healthy as we want it to be, or sometimes it takes a different perspective to see that. And Mike <laughs> has been an integral part to that. I'm not sure how my family feels about that, but he's been an integral part for me stepping back and looking, and going, this is what's going on. This is what I'm seeing. Like, how do we do this? Because it causes issues in our marriage because I can't handle my own stuff sometimes. So moving to California and talking about making that transition was really scary because one years ago when we talked about it, him and I both were like, how are you going to leave your family? Like, are you ever going to be able to do this and be able to function? And I'm at a point in my life now that I was like, yes, I can do this. My brain also, the way my brain works is when I make a decision, I make a decision. And that's the way it goes. So when I got to California, I was not homesick. I was not homesick. I did not miss Maryland. I didn't miss anything about it because I knew this is where I was supposed to be. But then I had all of this other stuff show up versus Mike, who was slightly homesick. I was experiencing a whole set of other things, not what I expected, which I think is the other thing, too, with transition is you expect to because I was like, I'm fine. I've got this. This is what I want. And then I found moments where I was thinking things about myself and I had a hard time when we first came out here because we were staying in um, Santa Monica, which is beautiful and has a lot of beautiful people and people that don't necessarily look like Mike and I size wise. That was really difficult and really hard. And so I went through all of these weird things that I've realized going through this journey of um, figuring out what my deal is. And if I am neurodivergent and all of that, it's been interesting to mesh with this and mesh with Michael and mesh with my marriage. Because again, there's been things over the years that I go, I think something else is going on. Or I think where it's masked sometimes it's just anger and I'm just being not nice. Well, well to be fair, I think your family mm -hmm. kind of helped mask that yes. situation, oh, yeah. right? She's the youngest. The other two, uh, the oldest brings a lot of drama to the family. So it's easily, it's easy to get to, to bury whatever you're doing. Right. And individualism is not always, um, 
like I don't want to say it's not celebrated, yeah, but it's, it's not because you're allowed to be your own person, but you are right part of a collective, and we are part. There's yes. a lot of family mm-hmm. trauma and generational trauma, and so we are in this collective, and we've been very close for a long time, which is one of the things that we thought would make it difficult to leave. But California has been sort of, or is becoming this like rebirth for me personally. It's also this like rebirth for our marriage because yeah, we. And I don't want to cut you off here. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but I also want to say that this is also for a person who doesn't really know who they are. No. They're just now figuring out. No, I'm 34 years old li- and I do not know what I like, what I don't like. A lot of it's based on my sisters, on my family. Um, some of that comes from being the baby because everybody just does things for you and you just kind of fall yeah, in line yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And some of it, I think, is just because of the structure and the dynamic of my family and also things I have going on with me and and yeah it's 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 been interesting to kind of figure out who I am and what I like and also not not be that person who's in a relationship and completely like latch on to what Michael likes right like that's important right. too so that's right California has been a breath of fresh air and I know it's been difficult on others like I know it's been difficult on my mom and things like that but it's been really nice for me to step away and figure out who I am and what I like and what I want out of this you know this crazy life that we're living. But for me, it's been a huge help for Michael and I to have space and just be us and not influenced by anyone else or even influenced by guilt. Because that's a lot of my thing is I feel guilty a lot and I'm influenced by that guilt and I make decisions that don't always back my partner up or don't always support my partner versus my family. So this space was an integral part to my healing and figuring out who I am. And I'm still on this journey, but I've had a lot of had a lot of weird moments during this that I've kind of looked at myself and went, I don't know if I like this or I don't know if I want this to be this way. But I've also had a lot of moments where I feel very liberated and I, my soul belongs here. Like, and so anytime Michael talks about going somewhere else, I'm like, nope, sorry, not, I'm not leaving because my soul belongs we here. Were, we were living, literally having a conversation last night oh, wow. about, about how we've kind of cracked this code at this point. Yeah. Right. And we were talking about how we've cracked this code about about moving. And I was like, think about this. And I was having some existential like we were watching a scary movie. I don't trying to distract whatever. And so I said to her, I said, think about that. We moved from Maryland across the country to California. That means anywhere is open to us now. The fact that we understand how to do it now. Right. I was like, we can literally move anywhere. And she's literally going why are you already talking about leaving? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking yep. about the, as this, like what the, what it opens up to, right? Like what this move represents. If we want to go move to, to Oregon in 10 years, we can do that because we know what it takes to do that. Right. It, there's it is a, a challenge as a couple. It's like a portal that you can, it's a challenge, you know, challenge accepted. If you can make it through this portal together, I mean, you can yeah. make it through a lot of things together. Yeah, but she's serious about California being her place. To the point is she was mm-hmm. like, if you were to get a job and it, and it was a good job, like we were talking about me possibly getting a job for Marvel and I had to go back to New I had to move to New York, she'd be like, Well, I'll just stay here, you come home on the weekends. 
That's how much she wants to be <laughs> in California. Deal, which is a big deal for you, well, Adam, because you and I literally spend all of our time. All of our time together. Very, 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 for people who don't know, Mike and I are very close. We are each other's person, like best friend. We spend a lot. Of, so for me to say that is a big deal. But this this place, and it might not even just be California. It might just be the space. The space that I have <laughs> given myself now and given our marriage. Yeah. And I think that space yeah. has done a wonders for my soul and my healing journey and trying to figure this out mm. but yeah it it's i mean i walk out every day and i go it's beautiful and then i laugh because i don't know why i say that here because it's beautiful most days here but it just that sun that that space that mm. it does something and it's been really really helpful but again it was a really rough transition and charla and i hear your voice all the time you're going to be in transition for a while because i had some moments in santa monica before we moved here to inglewood and got our apartment that i was not okay and thoughts yeah. about myself that I've never had. Not I'm not super insecure. I have some things like most people, but being in that space where I don't feel like I look like everyone else and, and I already have an issue with, with like my weight and how I feel about that and how that affects the rest of my life and the way that I view things, but it made it like five times worse and I couldn't believe I was having those thoughts or I couldn't believe. And then all of a sudden it kind of dissipated and things changed and things changed at work. And so, and also it, I had a, I didn't have a great first work experience. That was a little crazy, but another important thing that Mike has taught me in the last couple of years is that to have a little faith, which he's been an integral part to my faith and help growing my faith and figuring my faith out because I didn't come from that. And also he says to me all the time that things happen the way that they're supposed to. And that's been huge. I hear that all the time because sometimes, again, I got here. My job didn't work out. It was not what I expected. And it was not fun or enjoyable at all. But I kept going, okay, this is part of my journey. Something else is coming. Things happen the way that they're supposed to. And we got through it. And I've got a great new job and I love it. And Michael is is thriving and doing new things and and. It felt like for a long time it was going to be very dark and we weren't going to figure this out and be stuck. And I think that we needed to pick up and move. I think we needed our our lives, my life, my soul, and I think our marriage deserved a chance and deserved mm. some space. And for anyone that knows me, I um, have drama and I've been through some things and I don't trust people easily. And so even with Mike, I've been with Mike for 12 years. I always my my what I always say is I always have my hand on one chip. Because if I got to go or I have to leave, I'm not leaving empty handed. And for the first time in 12 years, I'm all in. I'm all in wow. without, without wow. a doubt. I'm all in because I don't have anybody else, right? Like I have you guys and you guys, Charlene, and you guys are out here. But like, I don't have anybody else. And to learning to rely on this person that's not my family has been interesting, but also liberating in a way. And I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You have fully feng shui'd your life. Yeah. This is like the ultimate environmental change, you know, and sometimes it's almost like you have to flip your environment inside out to see who you really are because you get so attached to your environment sometimes, you know, and you adapt and you don't even realize how much you've adapted or given yourself away or merged or become mm -hmm. wallpaper, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so sometimes it is a true exercise of, seeing who you really are, like, like you were saying, um, being super close with your family, I feel like in family, it's a hall of mirrors, like you, you just see 
you're walking through a hall of mirrors and everybody is reflecting back to you yourself and how you sound like them. You look like them. You're, you know, you're turning into them. Oh no, I'm turning into them. Oh, but I really love them. Oh no. You're just like so and And then when you're away from the hall of mirrors, like you were dropped into Santa Monica, it's like, wait, I don't have my hall of mirrors reflecting back to me who I thought I was. Now, who am I? It's a whole identity shift. Wait, I don't see myself reflected anywhere. So now I have to dig deep within to see who am I at all? Do I even like that person? Who am I going to (laughs) like? And how am I going to find roots? And so what you two have done is really dig deep. It's like push you back to yourself. You know what I mean? And I see patients all the time who have, um, who have traveled a bit and, you know, are that they complain about living in Maryland. Like they're really uncomfortable in their bodies. You know, they feel the anxiety. They feel the hum of the beltway. <laughs> they feel the DC nervous energy. They feel yep. the political, you know, uh, mess. They feel the humidity. <laughs> They feel the, you know, the mosquitoes or whatever it is they want to feel here. It, it really gets to them. So sometimes I'll ask, where in the world have you felt like your own skin? Have you ever been in an environment where you feel comfortable in your own skin? And some people, you know, don't know what that means. They don't, they don't understand what that question is because they haven't quite felt that. And some people are like, when I'm in the mountains or they get really clear, they say, when I'm in... XYZ place. And I've had maybe two to three patients over the course of the last 12 years of treating who've had the guts, the courage to move their life to an environment based on the environment because they understood that their body felt in alignment. Their body felt comfortable in a certain place. So they fluctuate their life, I call it. They change their environment because if they can feel comfortable in their own skin, then they can do the work because the work is going to follow you wherever you go. And I call it the work, meaning the hard work of trauma healing, Mm -hmm. the hard work of doing work, the hard Mm -hmm. work of figuring out relationships. That's going to always be there. It's not like you're going to graduate from that, but it's like if you can use your environment as a tool or take that one stressor out by giving yourself, I need a lot of vitamin D. Or <laughs> if I'm going to do this work of life, I need to go somewhere where there's sunshine or, you know, so yes. you guys have really like that. The environment has been a, a really key piece of your putting roots down into yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For her, it was literally life or death. Her moving. Yeah, that's how it felt. Literally. Wow. We had this wow. we had this 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 conversation with, with her mom and where I told her point blank that we needed space. That we needed space. It was not it it wasn't personal, right? And it wasn't directed directly to her, but it, I think we needed space from the entire side of her family. Because in over the last couple of years, in that better part of twelve years, I've lived with every family member. <laughs> Every one of her family members. Yeah. So you right? know, you know it from the inside. Yeah. You know, it, it, and you you learn people when you live with people, right? And and you came into their environment. Yeah. And not not to cut you off, Mike, but I I am just in I'm awestruck and and Lucy's braveness to share her story and to share the transformational power of 
wanting, look, having a, having a, a spouse who supports you and you guys support each other, but also to having the personal fortitude to say, I don't know if you guys heard this many times, Lucy kept saying, I knew something wasn't right. And how many of us know something isn't right and ignore it All the time. and keep ignoring it and keep mm-hmm. ignoring it. And it keeps coming up and up and over and over and over again. That's okay. The cat is saying, I hear you, Lucy. What the cat's saying, I, yeah, he, Lucy. Our cat. He yells. <laughs> It is our cat, and he's yelling <laughs> all the time. Well, yelling? Because I can hear them. Yes, like, I'll be right here. Give me, give me has, sec. The, the give me one sec. I'll be back. No, the anger transference has moved on to the cat, so the cat has to do some healing. No, but 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 I I I I listened to what you've been saying, and it was you went inside, and you also had other resources outside of yourself to help you get through it, right? Yeah. And so. Having both knowing that you needed some, some, there was something that you needed to do, having resources available to you, right, and using those resources, and then having a, a supportive spouse to give you the space to do some of that internal digging, you know, and moving of boulders and saying, okay, you know what? No, I may not have it all together, but I am, I am a human on this earth. And there's a life that I want to live, regardless whatever those challenges are, wherever that space is, I'm going to live life. I'm going to live my best life. And that is so important. But wow, we could we could keep talking to Lucy. Well, Lucy's going to be a regular, you guys. I don't know if you know it already, but Lucy is going to have a seat in the studio <laughs> with us. She's going to, she can't bump Mike, the producer, but <laughs> definitely... Definitely she's going to be sharing co-space with them, as you guys have heard that they have done. We're going to bring you back on because I think this is the third part of this story. I don't I don't think we, sure. can get, we can get this sure. done in two episodes. And so, Lucy, thank you so much for your bravery, your courage, the transition that mm. you shared. You don't realize you've, you've unlocked so much in other listeners. They're going to go back and start thinking through, am I, am I settling yeah. You know, it's not that we're saying break up families. No, we're, we're not proposing that. No. But it's, a, it's more of get healthy yeah. so that you can bring healing back into your, yeah. your family. It's about, it's about right. being happy and finding what makes you happy. And I think one of the biggest lessons Mike taught me is that he's not responsible for my happiness. And I have to put in the work, like Joy said, I have to put in the work. And for a long time, I was just angry. I'm just angry and I'm out here yelling and (laughs) causing a scene and now I need to know why. And so again, the pandemic was a huge part of that. And I think that that was an integral part before we moved out here. But I think one of the biggest things I can say is figure out what makes you happy. And I know that that may be tough. And some of those decisions, like if it happens to be moving across the country, figure out how you can do it or figure out what things you can do until you can make those big changes. Because I will just say this. Before we, before we go, is that one of the things I told my mom? Also, if you don't know, if you learn something about me, I can be very blunt, and sometimes I say things in a way that people um, are a little—they uh, can be a little put off by it. But it's the way that my brain works, and so I told my mom, if I don't do this, this isn't going to end well. If I do not pack up and leave my stuff and leave Maryland. You may find me in a bathtub somewhere in a way you don't want to find me, right? And I know that's very harsh to say, but that's the way that my brain worked because I knew at that point I had to leave. I had to do something or this wasn't going to go well for me personally or my marriage or so if I can say anything, it's to figure out what makes you happy or what's going to make you happy. 
And also the rest of this junk that the world tells you that you should and shouldn't be doing because you're at this place in your life. Don't listen to them. This is literally your own life. So if that means packing your stuff up and leaving your family and making these choices, by all means. Right. Or if it's something as simple as told my mom the other day, she went, she's tired of working upstairs in the, um, the back room in her house by herself. I said, so put a desk in your kitchen, right? Like who cares if you put a desk in your kitchen, if that's not what society tells you where your desk should be, but that's what works for you, which also goes for the neurodivergent thing for me, smarter, not harder, do things that make sense for you and make sense for your happiness and make sense for the way that you want to function. or you function peacefully, not chaotically? So I would love to come back wow. and talk more about it because I've been through some stuff and I think that what Mike and I have been through is very real and I think could be very important to other people because that's a very, very, very big change and a very scary moment, but we did it and I'm glad we did it and I don't regret it and it hasn't been easy, but it's changed my life for the better. So. Oh my God, we can hear it in your voice. We can see it on your face. We can feel it in your energy. Joy could probably tell you your energy level has probably come up so high. You're glowing, right? You're glowing. And if nobody else sees the glow, you see it. Yeah. Ah, okay. So this is, so, so definitely share this episode with your, your family and friends. One takeaway is it may be some hard conversations, but it's liberty in those conversations. So, you know, and I, I really appreciate you sharing that and Mike, you guys sharing too, and, you know, being a supportive spouse and seeing what is in, what is possible inside that is locked up that needs to be unlocked. And you Joy know, bringing in the clarity with the birth chart. You wow. know, what was helpful for that was the birth chart because Joy was able See? to explain some pieces of me and pieces of Michael, but he was, she was able to explain some pieces of me that sometimes cause conflict, but having an understanding that this is the way it is. Or one of the things, Joy, I say all the time is that Joy says you're supposed to protect me. <laughs> I say that all the time because you said that during our meeting. I was like, Michael, you're supposed to help take care of her and protect her from things like too much energy and too many people sucking the life out of me. And so I say it to him all the time, but that was huge. So it, Get your birth chart done because it helps explain some things and explain why you do what you do and not just cause your spouse to be frustrated because you do it that way. So, yes, right. well, I, I, I can I be a support group right here. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. If anybody is going through considering a life transition or they hear that cat, cat meowing in the background saying something needs to change. You know, you can write us, write us. You can be a guest with us. We can talk yeah. it out. We can yeah, yeah. chart right. up. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We can do all of that and, and bring your For pet sure. too. That's having some issues. Yeah, I should have Raina in the background. So you hear that, Raina? Because <laughs> pets that's go through so transition funny. too. That could be a whole nother story oh, yeah, that's all yeah. another. for another show. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Until uh, the next time, you can find I, us. I got, on, I got, I got uh, one thing. I got one thing before we shut this whole thing down uh, for, for the day. This We figured that this was the best place to make this announcement, but we are starting our own podcast, Lucy and I. We're going to be doing our own podcast, Yay! and it's going to be called Chunky Love. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk about. The, things like this. We're going to talk about these things. We're going to talk with other, we want to talk to other couples. So we want to have other, other married couples come on, talk to us about, because we know that there's not one size fit all, fits all when it comes to relationships. So we want to talk about what with other couples, what makes their relationship work. If it's unconventional, we want to hear about it. 
because we're unconventional and our relationship is unconventional. And, so we want you to come on to Chunky Love. Not everybody gets it because it's nope. not everybody gets it. And they've always doubted it. We're still here. Hmm. What? Here, here's so. the thing. Amazing. Uh, uh, uh oh. See, that, that was a break. That was breaking news. That was breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. I was, they didn't even tell. They didn't tell us that. So that was that is right on on the money. But listen, don't words me matter. It's not unconventional. It is what works. Right. It is what works because mm-hmm. we all can talk about our marriages, and I bet you there'll be different. And so let's, well, look. And, and we want to, we, we want to hear those stories. We want to, yeah, we want to hear yeah. why, why they work for them. Because yeah, I think, I think we're told all the time that, you know, we ask these questions about advice from people, you know, who've been married for long periods of time. Yes, that advice is important, but it's also the uniqueness of their relationship. That is the reason why they were able to last for so long. And I want to know what those uniquenesses are. I want to celebrate these unconventional relationships and why they seem to work in and why other people don't think they will work. And they, and people are married for 40, 45 years, 50 years. And I want to know those things. So I want to, we want to tap into those unconventional secrets of marriage. So well, I that, took a couple down from this conversation about y'all. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, a, that's going to be a great show. Chunky so love. Get ready is coming for that soon. coming out. Yep. Get ready Cannot for that. wait. But you got Chunky so, Love, but it's, until Chunky Love launches, you always can come back to the homework show. There'll be a link off of our show to Chunky Love. Yeah. Um, where you can get more depth. Oh, wow. This is awesome. I am so happy for you guys because the, the journey and the story that you're sharing is a story that needs to be told. And, and if you think about why Joy and I started this podcast, it was about bringing healing to the world and to others. And so it's just a beautiful thing to see and witness. And sometimes we are like awestruck, right? Where Joy and I are sitting here nodding our heads. We can't even say another word because we're like (sighs) listening to the beauty Mm -hmm. of healing, the beauty of transformation (laughs) happen. Like, wow, this is amazing. So you can find us, Big Mike, tell everybody where they can find us. Uh, You can find Chucky Love. You can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcast, any platform there. But if you want something that's a little bit easier, you can head over to www.homeworkpod.com and you can listen to all the episodes there or you can listen to it from Spotify, um, where else? Apple Podcasts, all of those things. They're all there on that website. And uh, things, more things are going to start showing up on that website. I'm going to try to get these two to blog. We're going to do some blogging on that website. There's some things going on. Ooh, bring so, back the blogs. Ooh. Yeah. Make sure. To make sure it's like bringing back the 70s yeah. bell bottoms. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. I have some bell bottoms right now. Oh, yeah, me too. See, I'm ready. There you go. Bring I it love back. It. Bring it I back. love it. I love it. Um, but that's it. Yeah. Homeworkpod.com. Check those out. Also, we have an Instagram uh, at the homework pod on Instagram as well. Um, that's, that's, that's where you can find us all those places. So until next time, this is Charlotte. Enjoy. And and we're the homework pod. See you next time. If you want to find more episodes, just like this one, make sure you head over to the homeworkpod.com. And remember, let's do some homework together.